You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. Oh, we're back again. Oh, we're back. Ah. Episode two, an important episode. The second episode is always important. Mmm. Happy Friday. Oh. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. This is Edmund. We have a great show for you today. Um, we're back at it again. This thing is still going. We're at episode two. They thought they thought they would shut it down by now. We thought we thought they would shut it down by now. We thought it would be over with, but uh, we're still going. We're still doing the thing. This is Apache Tomcat. Um, don't recommend the album, but I just love this. I love this song, the start of it, and everything about it. But um, <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna lower that down. How are you doing? I just got a haircut. Got a haircut. I have to keep this episode kind of short because at any moment between one and four, the carpet cleaners, the carpet cleaners are coming. Uh, and you know the thing you know the thing about people that come to your house, they give you this large window of time. You have no idea. You just have to be ready, vigilant at all times. Evenings, the carpet business, dude. So you you have to you have to just. You know, you never know at what hour the Lord might come. So, we have a few more voicemails. Very excited about those. We have some Anchor call-ins. You can call in on Anchor, in the Anchor app. So, we're going to answer some of those, talk about some things. Uh, I felt like we didn't cover... Fa- in the last episode, we talked about failure, and I feel like we didn't get to cover that uh, well enough. That uh, we're going back for more. We're going back for more uh, on failure. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I didn't get last last episode. I didn't get to to talk to you about um, something I like that I want you to know about. And yeah, we got this all set up here. My desk. I got my microphone stand figured out. Uh, I, I basically replaced replaced the microphone arm that I had broken. Mm. Got some coffee. Feeling good. <clears throat> Feeling good. Feeling great. Okay, so. We're just going to get right into the voicemails um, and just see where this goes. I don't really have a plan. I never really have a plan here. This is just one, you know, you have to have buckets to keep things. You have to have buckets to to just kind of, over the next couple years, this this is the audio place for me to keep audio things that I make and just do whatever I want. This is my playground. This is my sandbox. And um, so I run the show here. So, um... Again, the number to call in, you can call in and leave me a voicemail and you will be on the show. Right now, uh, we, you know, we'll take any voicemail. We'll take anything. If you're listening to this right now, you can pause this, call right now and leave me a little audio gift, a little voice uh, package, you know, like, a, like an audio donation. You can give that to me <clears throat> and, uh, and we'll just listen to it. People are asking, what do you want What do you want us to call in on? I don't know. Just see how the spirit moves you. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call in on. You could, call, you could ask me a question. You could just air some grievances. You could call anonymously. Just let me know um, that you wanted to be anonymously because I might say your name. But uh, So, yeah. Another thing, people, people are like, well, we'll just get into the calls. Let's, we're going to do some voicemails. We're going to do, I think we got two voicemails, two anchor calls. We're going to see where those topics take us. I got, I got something, I got a, uh, something I want to read you about failure and 
So yeah, hope you're doing good. It's Friday the 15th. Hope you got all your Christmas shopping in. I didn't. Failed at that. Mmm. Coffee's good. Ugh. <coughs> the coffee is good. The coffee is good. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to record and how it sounds. So if you can tell me how this sounds, let me know. Call in and tell me. Give me a give me a one or five ears. One through five ears. Give me a one through five ear rating. So uh so yeah, if we're thinking about failure. Let's see. Yeah, that's about everything for the for the front matter. This is all the front matter. So we got that all figured out there. <clears throat> Here we go. So we're going to just take some voicemails. We got to make this tight. Um because the carpet, the carpet uh, cleaners are going to come. So without further ado, let's get into the voicemails. Here we go. We're going to do them in order um in order of how we took them. So <laughs> Here we go. First call we have, I think, from Tony. Hey, my name is Tony Vicinda from Project YM and the Threshold Podcast. Um, calling in to tell you about a failure of mine, and that is that one time I, I had a long conversation with a good friend of mine named Edmund Mitchell, and I said, hey, Edmund, before you launch any new projects or anything else, I want you to call me so we can talk about it. <clears throat> okay, wait a minute. <clears throat> First of all, I'm not sure if you guys are hearing this uh, loud enough, but this is Tony Vicina calling in from Project YM and from the Threshold Podcast, which you should you should definitely check out. The Threshold Podcast, I think, yeah, that's yeah, the Threshold Podcast. Tony's trying to have conversations with people that aren't like him, which we respect. That we definitely like that. Um, so he's he's you know he's not just going to do one of these podcasts where it's just going to be a bunch of a bunch of people that look just like him and smell just like him and think just like him, just talking about things that they all agree about. He wants to get people on to kind of ruffle his feathers a little bit. He wants to get people on to kind of, you know, cast doubt. No, not cast doubt, but just, you know, push back on him a little bit, kind of put some hands on him and disagree or just, uh, or just explain their point of view. I, I think this is one of the benefits of podcasts in general is you get, um, if you're the type of person that's going to listen through to it, you can really get a lot deeper in someone's point of view, point of view, and and really hear where someone's coming from. And I think that's, at least for me personally, I like listening to podcasts where I can uh, expose myself, get outside of my bubble, you know, get outside of the bubble um, that sometimes it's easy to fall into, where just surrounded by people who, who only believe or think the way you do. So that's what's great about about the internet, but also podcasts. So. Threshold podcast, go check that out. And he's talking about I have this problem with the having lots of projects. And uh, he, we had a conversation one time where uh, I, I don't know if I made a covenant with him or a promise. I don't know what level of commitment I I dove into, um, where I, I I definitely thought it would help if I had if I had a guardian, kind of like an idea project guardian. And uh, let me let me back up a little bit, but um, you know I felt very hopeful about that, but then. You know, here, let's launch any new projects or anything else. I want you to call me so we can talk about it. So he he wanted, you know, so he was going to help me out here. He was offering services. And th- Tony, thank you for this call. Thank you for, and, you know, he was offering these services to try to help me uh, from myself, to protect me from myself and my ideas. <clears throat> and I was really encouraged by that. And then here, let's see what else. So we can really discuss whether it's a good idea and Edmund seemed really encouraged and engaged by he's talking about me Edmund 
Edmund seemed very encouraged and engaged. I did. I was. But he's never done it. And so I just consider that one of my deepest and biggest failures. Whoa. Good luck on the new venture. Too soon. Bye. Ugh, man, that was a little painful, Tony. I feel like I've let you down a little bit. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. You're right. That was very generous of you, and I have not called you to talk through projects. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, I failed at that. But uh, say la vie. Live and let live and let record. You know. I don't know. Um, I think I. You know, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say here about this. Um, mm, that's coffee. Yeah, you know, um, I think that was a really great idea. And I think in the moment, I was, I was very excited about it. But I think, um, you know, I'm going to say that since, since we talked, I have been, there's been a lot of changes in my life. I've been getting things a little more organized, been, been, um, having some success with some discipline in some different areas. And I think I'm just feeling, feeling like, uh, like we can do this, but I do know, I do thank you for that offer. And I do know it's there. And I think about it. I do think about it. And, uh, I know that one day I will, I will follow up on that. I will, I will call you and talk through some of these ideas. Uh, you know, then it's funny. A lot of people, a lot of people ask me this often. So I just want to cover this in episode two. <clears throat> You know, how do you have the time? When, when do you do all this stuff? How do you have the time? Well, right now I'm doing it because I'm the only one home waiting for the, the carpet cleaners to come. But uh, people people often like, oh, you do all this stuff. You do this, you know, you, you do all these little projects and stuff. You're, you know, you're on the, the social webs doing all these things. Like, how do you have time to do it? I just, here, I'm just going to, maybe maybe I'm getting a little defensive now. But I just want to come out and say um, that I just don't do a lot of stuff other people do. Leisure. Leisure is what you give up. You know, uh, leisure. I just don't. I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch hardly any TV. Um, you know, when you think of when you think of that old man that comes home uh, from work, you know, maybe he's working. Uh, maybe he's like he works at a circus, and he's worked there for you know thirty years. He's just like putting in his time, you know, he goes into the circus, he's shoveling like kangaroo crap all day, every day. But then when he comes home, it's his time to kind of, you know, he's with the family, the family starts going to bed, and then it's his time to kind of, to unwind. And, you know, different, you know, you might, you might imagine him sitting on a, you know, leaning back in a lazy boy, drinking a beer and watching TV. Or you might, you might think of, um, you know, a guy going into a garage and just kind of piddling, you know, piddling, or fiddling, um, you know, just kind of just kind of moving things or working on stuff, just tinkering with things. You know, maybe there's some tools. Um, you know, maybe there's a poster of of Michael Gormley on the wall. You know, maybe there's you know he's just kind of some wrenches, uh, a saw. Um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, mortgage papers. You know, like important adult um, documentations. And then he's just kind of moving stuff around and taking. So this is kind of my version of that. Uh, this is kind of my version of that. I don't know. I just I get this itch and I get this itch to create something or to make something and put it out there. And so this is what I do in my free time. This is this is energizing to me. This is um, it's energizing. It's exciting. You know, to just work on these little projects, get these ideas, and just put them out in the world and and test them and and see if I can do it. So you know, that's what. 
that's uh, that's what I do, you if know. If you didn't watch House of Cards for 13 hours this weekend. Yeah, if you didn't, I wasn't prepared for this at all. But, you know, if you didn't watch House of Cards, I don't know. So anyways, that really, that resonates with me because um, that's just what I do. This is what I do. I just kind of put stuff out there. Maybe I'm getting too defensive here. I don't know. We don't want to, we don't want to just listen to me, um, you know, complain about myself or argue, argue with non-existent. You don't want to, you don't want inside that part of my brain. So we're going to keep going. Thank you, Tony, for the voicemail. Thanks for making me feel a little guilty about that. Uh, Project YM, go check them out in the Threshold podcast. And Tony, I do appreciate uh, that offer you've given me. So let's move on to another voicemail we got here from a friend, Keith. Here we go. Let's listen to this. Edmund, Keith Hotop here. Hey, I see you're wanting some episodes of failure. Oh, this is Keith. From from my parish here, um, we go to the same church. Uh, Keith, last name redacted. Uh, let's see. Go ahead, caller. I've got a big failure of mine to give you. Mm. I actually failed my board examination not once but twice. Mm. It was the most gut wrenching feeling um, I've ever had, and it was really hard to look at myself in the mirror afterwards. Ooh. But uh, here I was in the pinnacle of my academic career. After 25 years of preparing for this moment, I failed. It was really tough. Mm. But in due time, in God's time, I did pass the third attempt. And I don't think I'd be here today um, in my life um, if I had passed the first time. I may Mm. have a completely different life. So it's all in God's time. Um, Good luck and take care. Wow, Keith. Keith, thank you for the call. Thank you for that. Thank you for that story. He, you know, man, the pressure, you know, the pressure we put on ourselves. Uh, he was talking about preparing for the board examination and uh, failing it not once, but twice um, and then passing it the third time. But <clears throat> man, I think I think that's an important, important lesson right there that we can all take uh, is to um, to just keep trying. But man, I know that feeling when. When you prepare for something for a very long time, you fail it, but then to go back and try it again to get a you know to get enough motivation to say okay I gotta let's try this again let's go back in here again you know you kind of he said he was having a hard time looking himself in the mirror but maybe you kind of look yourself in the mirror and you're like you can do this you're better than this you know this you can do this and um, so you you know you go back to take it again, but then you fail again you fail two times. I I I think that failing two times is one of the most important that's one of the most important moments right there. Failing once, you can say, "Oh, well that was a fluke or maybe I wasn't as prepared." And then you go back, you try try again. The second time you fail at something, man, that that's an important moment. I I want you to remember that. That's an important moment when you fail twice at something. That's when you start doubting your ability to do it at all. I think and uh just imagine if Keith had said, "You know what? This probably isn't for me. This must not be for me." You know, he wouldn't be where he's at today. That's what he says. Um, so he went back and tried a third time. He went back and tried a third time. And that maybe going through that process, he's I kind of hear him saying, or maybe I'm putting words in his mouth, but kind of hear him saying that maybe going through that process helped him, helped him. Uh, he learned something from that. So I think that's important, you know, learning, learning from our fa- failures seem, the reason I was interested in this idea of a topic for for these episodes is failure seems very crucial, very important. It's the way we learn. Uh, it's, um, it seems necessary 
to our human condition. I want to read, there's a book I've been reading, I highly recommend. This isn't the thing I wanted to tell you about that I really like, but uh, we'll get to that. But this is just, I wanted to read you something from this book. Uh, It's a book called Searching for and Maintaining Peace, a small treaty, treatise, a small treatise, a small on peace of heart by Father Jacques Philippe, I think is how you pronounce it. But anyways, it's a really short book, Searching for and Maintaining Peace, and he talks about how uh, the great, you know, the greatest thing we need to just strive for in our lives, you know, as we're striving for excellence and greatness and holiness, um, biggest thing we need to to just work hard at maintaining is this interior peace that he kind of describes as uh, a disposition, a, a, a firm disposition, a firm commitment to following God's will and just relying totally on God's providence for us, which is which is hard. It can be very hard. Um, but he talks about maintaining this peace of heart, this kind of uh, interior, you know, <clears throat> like solidness. Uh, but there's some there are some chapters in here that kind of hit me harder than I thought. That I wasn't I wasn't kind of expecting this, especially as a perfectionist. I can be a perfectionist. And he has some chapters in here on being patient with our own faults and imperfections. Uh, and, he, and he talks about how when we fall, when we experience failure, sometimes we get, we get really upset with ourselves. Um, and let's see, let's go here. Uh, he says, you know, sometimes we get upset with ourselves, but sometimes, uh, sometimes it's because we get, we get upset with ourselves because we're prideful. Let me see if I can find this right here. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, sometimes the discouragement we feel regarding our failures and faults, um, they're rarely pure, which means the, the bad feeling we have about the bad emotions we have towards our failure, it's, it's rarely a, a pure intention because sometimes it's mixed. It says here, uh, they are in good part mixed with pride. We're not sad and discouraged so much because God was offended. So if we fail, um, maybe if we, you know, we do something wrong or we commit sin, we do something evil. We're not so much sad and discouraged because God was offended, but because the ideal image that we have of ourselves has been brutally shaken. Man, that just, man, that hit me hard. That hit me really hard because, uh, you know, kind of around these chapters, what what, uh, Father Jacques is saying is that um, in dealing with failure, instead of focusing on the failure or focusing on uh, the the bad emotions we we might feel when we experience failure, he talks about just kind of quickly going back to peace, having peace about the failure you've experienced or the bad, you know, the thing you did that you you swore you weren't going to do, uh, just going back to that peace, which can be hard. And he says, well, basically the bad feelings you might have, that like guiltiness or that, uh, you know, like kind of down on yourself. Sometimes it can be so hard on myself. <clears throat> he talks about how... Um, you know, we think that that comes from a good place, but but a lot of times it's mixed with pride because this perfect ideal image of ourselves is shaken. Um, you know, when you're infatuated with someone, uh, infatuation um, means that you are you are obsessed with a version of a person uh, that is not who they really are. When you're infatuated with something or someone, it means that you have this this vert this uh, what seems to be an ideal in your head, this version of someone or something that you're obsessed with that is that isn't what that person actually is, right? So, so you might have this version of yourself that you carry around in your head of being this perfect, good-looking, um, virtuous, 
uh, smart, funny, you know, attractive, self, you know, important person. Um, and when we fall, when we do something wrong, or we, you know, mess up or whatever, when we don't achieve what we want to achieve, we feel bad about it. Well, why do we feel bad about it? Well, we feel bad about it. Uh, we should feel bad about it if it's a sin we commit because God, God's offended and that hurts. It hurts God. It hurts us. That doesn't really hurt. God can't be hurt by it, but essentially it's a, it's an offense against God and against ourselves. And we should feel bad about that to a certain degree. We should feel remorse. We should feel sorrow. Like I'm sorry for doing that, but we shouldn't feel uh, as much of it as we sometimes do because we, we oftentimes go a little too far into that instead of just going back to this place of peace. Um, so I don't know, man, that, this line here that we we have our we've been brutally shaken. This ideal image of ourselves has been brutally shaken. I just think that's uh that's an interesting thing to keep in mind. And then l- later later he talks about um we need to recognize that that God um would al- God allows us. This is to get into um, another caller that we have later. But God would allow us to to commit faults because it would be dangerous for us to only do good. Think about that. It it would be dangerous for us to be perfect. It would be dangerous if if we were perfect, um it'd be a lot harder for us to rely on God. If we were perfect, if we were perfect it'd be a, it'd be a lot harder for us if we never committed a fault, it might be a little bit harder for for us to direct our um our attention and our uh, desires towards God, because what, you know, why do we need God? Why would we need him at that point? So Keith, thanks for that. Thanks for that voicemail, Keith. Um, really appreciate you. Appreciate your friendship. I might try to get Keith on the podcast in person one time soon. Um, because I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. Thank you, Keith. Uh, we got one more voicemail that we're gonna go to, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna go to our anchor phone calls. <clears throat> so, let's hear from this next voicemail. Here we go. Hi, this is Allie Hoffman, and I'm calling in on um, hello, Allie. Experience of failure. Wow. Allie Hoffman, everybody. Allie Hoffman is an incredible person. Check her out. Instagram, I think she's like the oodles of doodles or something like that. She's doodling. She's out there just doodling. Um, so check her out on Instagram. She's also a very, very gifted uh, communicator, speaker. She does, you know, gives talks about Jesus. And also one, our personalities are very similar. So when we get around each other, things get a little crazy. Uh, we're just, we're just yes anding a little too much. We're a little too... Um, we're like those, we're introverts that feel a pressure to be extroverted around other people. So then both of us start getting, it just gets, it gets nuts. So, um, a very funny person, someone I really respect. Allie, thank you for the call. Thank you for the voicemail. You squeeze this in. I think I got it right before I started recording. So let's hear, she's, uh, calling about failure. She had a hard time, a hard time saying it. Uh, but here we go. Let's listen to the rest. Go ahead, caller. Let's start there saying the word failure. Um, so I'm a hand doodler um, and watercolorist mm. on the Oodles of Doodles on Instagram. And whenever I get a big project, I always think, I can't do that. Like, how am I even supposed to start? So failure for me, it's so paralyzing, um, paralyzing to inaction that I just have to start somewhere. I just have to do something, especially when I create art mm. or um, different pieces, when I paint, when I draw, when I hand doodle something. Um, and so I just have to get over that fear of, 
tell you might fail and you might do a bunch of different um, designs or you might not succeed at the first time, but that's okay. Like failure is okay. Um, that's my, those are my, some of my thoughts on failure. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah, you're great. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I love her ending there. That was one of the best endings. That was one of the best endings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're great. Okay, bye. That was great. That was amazing. That was really good, Allie. Thank you for that. Thank you for that call. Um, I can, I re- man, I can relate to that as well, especially in this cre- in the creative process. If you're creative at all, or you you have this itch to put something out there into the world, and you can get stuck in in you know you thinking so much about this idea, and then you want it to be perfect. Um, you want it to be perfect. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna read, and I know, I know, some of you. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, some of you, some of you probably heard this already, but I, I just right now I'm feeling a little inspired. I want, I want to read this to you, but this is about the kind of creative process. You just have to start. You just have to start. I love that Ali said, uh, you just have to be comfortable with failure because failure, because failure is not, failure is not bad. You're going to recover from it. You're either going to learn a lesson or you're going to move on. But another thing I want to say that's interesting as well is, um, if you, if you go out with the intention that this is probably going to fail. Let's just do it. Let's try it. Uh, especially, you know, in the creative process, not necessarily like, you know, you're trying to don't put yourself in, in harm's way. Don't jump in front of any trucks or anything. But, um, if, if you, if you set out with, Hey, we're just going to fail as many things as possible and just see what sticks. Uh, you might be surprised. Anyways, I want to read this quote. It's a really famous Ira Glass quote, but I I think this is if for the two people that haven't heard this, I think this is going to rock your world. Okay, so uh, here we go. So this is Ira Glass, so popular podcast host, all sorts of stuff. But <clears throat> look him up later. But he says this: No one tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone told me. All of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there is this gap. For the first couple of years, you make stuff. It's just not that good. It's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. But your taste, the thing that got you into the game, is still killer. And your taste is why your work disappoints you. A lot of people never get past this phase. They quit. Most people I know who do interesting creative work went through this, went through years of this. We know our work doesn't have this special thing that we want it to have. We all go through this. And if you are just starting out or you are still in this phase, you got to know it's normal. And the most important thing you can do is do a lot of work. Put yourself on a deadline so that every week you will finish one story. It is only by going through a volume of work that you will close that gap and your work will be as good as your ambitions. And I took longer to figure out how to do this than anyone I've ever met. It's going to take a while. It's normal to take a while. You've just got to fight your way through. Mm. Yeah. I got a bell. I got a bell for when things just start feeling good. Um, but yeah, man, that, oh, just do it. Just do it. I mean, literally in, while recording this podcast, I'm thinking, why do I have a weird Texas accent? Why am I like, why am I having this affectation? I'm learning how to talk to myself alone in a room or I'm learning how, you know, you're just learning it. You know, you're insecure. It feels weird, but you have to just be comfortable with that feeling because that's where most people quit. Most people quit. Uh, and you don't want to just be a dreamer. You want to, you want to get stuff done. You want to be getting stuff done. Uh, so yeah, it's hard. You just got to go through a volume of it. Just crappy first draft. Just get it out, okay? So so yeah, man. Allie, thanks for that call. That was a great call there. Um, 
you can you can call in to voicemail uh leave me a voicemail 817-527-1423 and we are gonna go over now to our anchor call-ins so i'm I, currently i am hosting this podcast on in the anchor app you can get it on your phone anchor.fm slash catholic if you want to look it up online uh online it's not going to give you all the podcast episodes um, yeah, in the anchor online web thing, it's just going to give you whatever's current, but it's an interesting app. Just get in there and play with it. You can call in, you can do lots of interesting things. So I'm trying to trying this out on there. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, um, we're going to, we're going to have a brief interlude, go to our anchor call-ins, uh, and then we're going to come back and answer those. So here we go. Let's just take, let's try this. Let's just take a quick cut. Let's take a cut here and you know, we're going to go to these anchor calls. I got, I think, two anchor calls. Uh, so here we go. Ready? Boom. Love your podcast so far. It's definitely something that I'm learning from and looking forward to listening to more episodes. Have a great week. Jam or J Heart with stars, A Purple Heart, M yellow heart thank you thank you for the call in uh thanks for saying that it means a lot to me go check out the jam radio show on anchor and uh yeah thanks for calling in and giving me some giving me some love sending me a little audio donation thanks a lot let's go to our next caller hey edmund barbara k b here calling into your catholic show here on anchor notice you're here before you're back again this is a good thing Wondering, well, if we're going to be calling into you, what do you want us to talk about? We could talk about Pope Francis and the um, Lord's Prayer, Our Father Change. You know, that line he wants to change about temptation. Um, we could talk about, is your Christmas tree up yet or not? Like, when does a good Catholic put up their Christmas tree? Um, are there more good Advent carols out there, like, I'm not able to find, it's really hard to find good Advent music at Spotify or iTunes. So, yeah, those are three things I could talk about. What what can we talk about? I love it. Thanks. Barbara KB, thank you for the, thank you for the love, for sending in a, an audio call, for, send, for just sending in a call. Uh, thank you. Thanks for, um, for recognizing that I've been in and out of anchor. Um, yeah, let's, I, I mean, I honestly, I'm open to anything. Honestly, I'm open to, to anything. It doesn't have to be Catholic, but I love, <clears throat> love the things you brought up the Pope Francis thing. Uh, you know, I did, I heard a little bit about this. I heard, uh, that he mentioned, I think in a homily or something like that. Uh, basically that, um, he, the, the translation lead us not into temptation is just a little confusing. And he said, uh, he would, he would prefer that it said something to the effect of, uh, let us not fall into temptation from what all the research I've done. I don't think he was necessarily saying that, uh, he wanted it all changed, um, that, or that he, this was something he was going to look into. I think maybe that, that might've been something that the news kind of ran with, like, oh boy, he's, you know, he's making a comment about the prayer. Like we better start, better start, you know, getting our, our, uh, printing press ready to reprint all these, our father cards. Um, I think he, I think it was just a comment which, you know, the, the, our father, you know, when Jesus said it, he, he didn't say it in English. So there is a translation. Uh, I think the French translation recently, 
uh, got updated a little bit because it just was kind of weird in the way that it, um, the translation made it sound like God is the one that leads us into temptation. I think that was just a, just a comment that he made, but, um, but interesting. I mean, I think it's an interesting point too is, uh, and I think I hear this a lot where people talk about God and, and say, uh, how does, how does a good God allow, um, bad things to happen or what's his relationship with allowing bad things to happen? Is it God that leads us into temptation? Um, or do we lead ourselves is, you know, is there some other force that's, that's leading us, tempting us? Um, so interesting point. I mean, I think, I think it's a valid, a valid point that Pope Francis is making that God doesn't lead us into temptation. God doesn't, he's not up there like, yeah, we're going to really mess this guy up. Like, let's give him some of this stuff to kind of test him. But, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the the whole parenting school of thought, love and logic, where you kind of, you know, you, instead of, um, instead of being overprotective, you allow, you allow a little bit of consequences to do the teaching instead of you kind of like, Hey, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. This bad thing will happen every now and then you kind of say, all right, well, we're going to let within, within reason, we're going to let, um, this consequence kind of teach you a life lesson, you know? So that's interesting. When do good Catholics put up their Christmas tree? Um, I don't, I don't know, honestly. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of different, I've heard a lot of different theories. I know a lot of people because, you know, for Catholics, we celebrate Advent up until Christmas, which is the day of Christmas, but then our Christmas season goes um, all the way through the Epiphany, so it goes past December 25th into January. So I know a lot of people. My wife doesn't want to put up any Christmas decorations till January 25th or until December 25th. But you know, you could—I don't know—some uh, people could put up a Christmas tree and then not decorate everything until the 25th to really make the 25th really, really, really pop. Um, but I don't think there's any right or wrong. I don't think, you know, that, um, that any, any priest is going to come knock on your door and get upset with you. If you, if you're decorating, uh, you know, right after Thanksgiving, which is what I wanted to do. Um, but you know, I think the question, a question always with celebrating the holidays is just, you know, how do you, how can we get more into it? How can we get more into it? Which leads me to this great question about Advent music. Honestly, I've been just listening to, I just go, I just go Alexa, Play Christmas music by Frank Sinatra. Alexa, play Christmas music by Dean Martin, or you know stuff like that. Um, but one album I do think that's that's lesser known that you might want to check out. I think it's called Advent Volume One, or it's just look up the the band The Brilliance, The Brilliance, and they have an Advent album that I think is really good. Um, the Brilliance is a band. If you guys are familiar with Michael Gunger. Uh, the Brilliance is Michael Gunger's brother, uh, his band, um, really great band, some really cool stuff there. So check out that. So, uh, Barbara, thanks for calling in. Thanks for, uh, thanks for that, that call. Um, you guys can, you guys can send me some, some calls on the anchor app or just call me on the phone. 817-527-1423. Go fail at something today. Go fail at something today. All right. So I think that's pretty, that's, that's most of what we have today uh, to cover. That's everything I wanted to cover there. I think, let's see, do we get through, we got through all our voicemails, got through the anchor calls. Um, oh, I want to tell you about something I like, something I like every sacred Sunday. If you haven't heard about this already, you probably don't own a phone with social media on it. 
every sacred Sunday. We just recently, um, I just recently bought a copy of this. It is a mass journal. It's going to give you this, this, the gospel readings for Sunday, and you can go through, uh, you can go through the readings and it has some kind of like some questions in there. It's going to prompt you to think, go deeper in prayer. Uh, it's going to give you kind of some, some context for the liturgical year. It's going to set you up, uh, before those liturgical transitions. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful book. Uh, go check this out. Every sacred Sunday.com. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Uh, I want to get the names right of these two wonderful women, Cassie and Christy, uh, Cassie Manning, Manning and Christy Peters made this book. They did all the artwork themselves, which I love. Um, it just has a style that I love. Bought this for my wife. My wife loves it. It even has the little tassel so you can keep track of. Um, uh, so it has the whole liturgical year, all the Sundays. Really appreciate this. I think this is this is an area where we got to get better as Catholics, um, skirting this line between participation at Mass um, and maybe going too far into the participation, right? Like we don't want liturgical dancers or nothing like that. But, but I think giving giving people something that that we, that basically gives them permission to get a little more involved in the mass, or maybe even heaven forbid, do a little prep, do a little prep work for mass, um, because the mass the mass presupposes that you have a relationship with Jesus. The mass um, the mass assumes a lot of you. It assumes that you. You kind of understand the Bible a little bit. It assumes you understand how to participate and how to worship, how to worship um, in the liturgy and with the priest and with the congregation. And uh, yeah, so anyways, I just really love this every sacred Sunday. I'm not getting paid to do this, but um, uh, yeah, I just wanted you guys to check that out. I want to bring some things that can bring value to you guys. So that's it. <clears throat> that's all we got for the show. Uh, again, you can call in 817-527-1423. This is just going to be the place where we keep doing this. Um, working on getting some, some guests on live and in person, um, have some different ideas. So just send me, send me whatever you got, man. Send me a voicemail, a question. I can, I'll answer questions on anything. Uh, you know, I work for a church. So if, if it's, you know, if it's on ministry, if it's just, you know, I don't know, dating advice, I didn't do very much of that, but I don't know, maybe I could help you with that. Um, how to raise five kids, you know, I'm not, I'm not complete, I'm not there yet, but, um, I could tell you how to at least get them to age five. I could tell you how to at least get them there. Um, book suggestions, searching for and maintaining peace. Uh, search that on Amazon. And that's pretty much it. That's all we got. Um, so I don't, you know, I'm kind of still wondering how to close these out. I don't even know. Um, don't even know really how to end. But I just want to say thank you to everyone for sticking around for two episodes so far. And it's 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 going to be fun here. Uh, we got a lot of interesting interesting ideas, and we'll see if we'll keep doing this. I'm trying to figure out what day of the week to do this. I th I'm leaning towards Thursday nights once everyone goes to bed to just kind of um, record these and send them out. Let me know what you think. Oh, and here's some secrets for the podcast listeners. Started a Facebook page. So if you want to go get in on the Facebook page, it's the show with Edmund Mitchell. So that's it. Um, let's just, you know, let's just close out with with more of this, this right here. This right here. You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned. I don't know. Mm. Plan on it. And yeah, that's it, everyone. 
See you guys next week. I'm Raymond Arroyo. We'll see you next time. guys just try this out and to encourage you to go to the anchor app on your cell phone i'm recording from my phone for this podcast for this segment right here and i'm just gonna throw my phone as high in the air as i can and see what that sounds like ready go One, two, whoa so yeah you know appreciate you guys <laughs> talk to you later bye